everyone. Welcome back to the Glass Seeds Podcast. This is our show where two hockey aficionados discuss their perspectives on the headlines surrounding the NHL, including recent stories, game highlights, league culture, and other topics trending amongst the fans. This is Vidi. And my name is Bernal. And this week in hockey, we are ready to build to the yes. next season. Yes, finally. By the time this will be coming out, we'll be approximately one month out from preseason. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get started with season previews. Yeah. Do you see like, or I guess NFL preseason is now over by the time we're recording this, but I've been seeing that and, and it just made hockey feel even that much farther away, honestly. Yeah. The NFL gets like a month head start on yeah. us. I yeah. mean, granted they have one game a week, but still like, mm-hmm. I don't know something about, I don't know that maybe their whole scheduling is more tailored to the adults or working adults. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I feel it when the baseball world series starts. Cause yeah. I know that like overlaps with hockey opening season. Yeah. So I'm like, Ooh, baseball's going into playoffs. Yeah. Then hockey's around the corner. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They, <laughs> we use other sports to keep track of hockey. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's only so much F1 I can watch in the summer. That's true. Yeah, that <laughs> is true. So uh, we're going to be doing previews. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going through, um, every team eventually uh, for this episode we're going to focus on the atlantic division quick note on how we're going to do this we're going to go through we're going to give our thoughts on each team we're going to put each team into one of four categories so they're going to be the contenders those who are most likely going to be fighting for the stanley cup by the end of the season they're going to be the playoff teams where they will definitely make the playoffs but you don't really see them going that far or they're not really going to fight for the cup win at the end uh, there's going to be those fringe teams that may or may not make the playoffs. And then there's going to be lottery teams, which definitely will not make the playoffs. And they don't even care about making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right. And then right at the end of the episode, we'll give our one to eight ranking of each division. All right. Let's do so, it. So we are starting in the Atlantic, which means we are starting with the big, bad Boston Bruins, mm-hmm. who uh, aren't so big and bad anymore. No, not at all. I, if anything, I think this offseason has made them weaker. Um with the uh, departure of most notably, um, I would say David Krejci as well as uh, Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, those, those are two, two top centers. That yeah, are just both retired. Yeah, and and I mean, it's those are really big shoes to fill. It's not like they were just kind of there on team friendly. I mean, they were there on team friendly deals, but they were still contributing. So yeah, I mean, those are two big holes to fill. I don't like, know. Like we talked about Patrice Bergeron, I think in our last episode retiring and like the resume that's just gone you're not replacing that no it's that's a very difficult yeah like you're talking about getting in a generational talent level like a mcdavid or a matthews to replace that it's also the leadership aspect yes so that too uh, who knows how much impact he had on like the other centers the young guys people like posternock hall stuff like that i I don't know yeah and uh, this was this has been coming for the bruins right yeah they've been kind of stretching out this window as long as they can such a long window i don't think anyone feels bad for them long window they won the cup in 2011 they were in several finals also um so i think it's time for them to get younger and they kind of did that they brought in morgan geeky at center Mm -hmm. uh who was in seattle Mm -hmm. but um it's not Patrice Bergeron, at least not yet. Yeah. You know, uh, a couple other people they brought in just depth to kind of fill out the lineup, right? Milan Lucic, James Van Dreamdijk, Kevin Shattenkirk. A lot of depth players, but no one really to move that needle. Mm-hmm. Um, big moves that they did, they extended Jeremy Swayman and goal. Mm-hmm. So they're set with Swayman and Allmark for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they have uh, David Posternock still there, Brad Marchand still there. So. Uh, this is kind of a team that's starting to transition, but still has quite a bit of firepower. Yeah. What do you think about the reunion with Milan Lucic? I'm not really sure why they did that. 
Uh, I don't know. I think maybe they've accepted the window's closed and Lucic wants to come back for his last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Could be that. Um, you say the window's closed? I, yeah, we'll get to the category, but I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 think, say, uh, I think they're closed. Wow, okay. You don't lose your top two centers and, you know, like, they don't have... Pablo Zaka is probably going to be their top center mm-hmm. and he's not at the level that you need from a top yeah. center. Like, no hate on Pablo Zaka. But yeah. that's not the role he should be playing. Yeah, at least not for a, a team that's trying to win a cup in the Atlantic. Yeah, out of so, the Atlantic. you know, they still have decent goalies, like I said. They still have Charlie McAvoy on yeah. defense. So I think the other positions are quite strong, which will push them higher in the rankings, I think. Mm-hmm. But I don't have them in a contender category. Got I it. should say that. Where do you have them? I have them as a fringe team. Fringe team, okay. I don't even know if they'll make the playoffs. Wow, okay. Um, I have them as a playoff team, but, uh, in terms of ranking, I don't have them at the high of the playoffs. Like, yeah, I, I do think they'll make it in on either the third seed or, you know, wildcard team, mm-hmm. but I do think it's pretty much not guaranteed, but I do think it's likely they'll make the playoffs. And a lot of that has to do with the overall strength of the Atlantic division. Yeah. Um, there's really good teams and really bad teams. I was doing the notes for this and I was like, wow, Atlantic is a lot different from yeah. last year. Yeah. It's yeah. I the teams there are either like scary or not scary at all. Yeah. I feel like. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean I have them at um three in the in the in the ranking and um, you know, we'll yeah, see, I'm, obviously. But I have them at four as a fringe team. It's like they're right at that level. Yeah. Where, you know, they're not winning the division again. No, no. Definitely not the presence again. Um, But, yep, no hate on the Bruins. Long window, like we said. Yeah. Uh, Shall we move along? Yeah. To Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. Interesting, interesting uh, team. And we saw them get, in my opinion, I think they look better without Jack Heichel. I think they look more, not better. They look, they have a stronger identity now, it feels like. That's a better way to say it. They're objectively a worse team. Yeah. But they feel like more cohesive. Yes, yeah, that's exactly yeah. how it felt. I mean, you had you had kids like uh, Tate Thompson, like not kid. I don't know, actually know how old he is, but um, one of the younger guys and like actually stepping up. You know, Jeff Skinner had a sort of a comeback here, I guess you could say. Um, I mean, he's still playing top six. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, he did. He did fall off on his first couple years of the Buffalo extension, I think. Yeah, but um, look at his stats from last season: thirty-five goals, eighty-two yeah, points. Yeah, which but, is really good. You, you know he's playing up to that contract level again. Yeah. Um, you know, Dalian had a pretty, pretty good season, 73 points. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I, so I don't think Buffalo is there just quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's trending upwards, which as a Sabres fan, that's, that's all you really want to see. Like, because I don't think this is a, Oh, let's just kind of send it and see if we can win a cup. I think this is really, they're building a strong team for the future. Yeah. Like I think, uh, I'm really excited about Darlene. Like a lot of people saying this could be a breakout year for him. You think so? Yeah. They want to see Darlene in that Norris conversation. And I mean, 73 points, he's getting there. Yeah. Like if Eric Carlson didn't have an otherworldly year. Yeah. Like I think Darlene would have been in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. But Eric Carlson scored a hundred points and ran away with it. Yeah. That kind of, yeah. Shut down all arguments, but uh, yeah, I think I think Buffalo's got a very bright future and probably one of the strongest, stronger cores um, in the Atlantic, at least from a rebuild perspective. Yeah, I think the other thing to note about Buffalo, if you look at how many contracts of theirs are on there last year, it's a lot. Yeah. So a lot of these players have something to play for, whether they want to stay in Buffalo or they want to get to another team later. Mm-hmm. Either way, they need NHL contracts, right? We're talking Owen Power, who is RFA, mm-hmm. um, Rasmus Dahlin, um, Victor Olofsson are all kind of done 
at the end of this year and need yeah. new deals. So they want to be maximizing on that value. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think you could see Buffalo make a push. But to be honest, I don't think they did enough this offseason compared to some of the other teams in the Atlantic. I agree. And I don't expect them to make that many games in terms of standings. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have Buffalo currently as a fringe team. Um, Same. And around like the four or five mark in terms of Atlantic ranking. So we'll, we'll see. But I do think they have, they're trending upwards. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if it's, I don't know if they're there quite yet. But like you said, I, I totally forgot, you know, there's so many contracts on the line this year. Um, so there might be a big, bigger push. And, you know, there's people who are playing for something. So, yeah, you know, we'll see. I also have them as a fringe team, but I have them down in seventh. Seventh. Oh, wow. Like, if we're going to get to Detroit and Ottawa, mm-hmm. and I think those two teams did a lot more this offseason than Buffalo did, and okay. that's going to help them a lot more than what Buffalo has. Got it. Okay. Let's, let's actually uh, move on to uh, Detroit now that you mention it. Monster offseason. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, I mean, the the Iser plan was in full effect, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. can I just read through these additions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Players that they have added since last season. Jeff Petrie on defense. Alex DeBrincat at forward. Alex Leon as, pretty sure he's a goalie. I think I wrote that wrong. Uh, Daniel Sprong as a forward. JT Comfer as a forward. James Reimer in goal. Justin Hall's defenseman and Shane Gosses bears a defenseman. Yeah. In terms of depth, this is um this is pretty wild. This yeah. is depth and experience that they're just boosting in there. Yeah. yeah. And this is on top of, you know, Larkin, Maurice Sider. Yeah. Um, these young guys that they have, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in terms of who they lost, they lost Philip Zadina, who really wasn't playing that much for them. Yeah. And Dominic Kubalik mm-hmm. at forward. Like that's not much compared not to what they've much. gotten. And yeah. if you look at who their top five were last year, all those players besides Cooper League are still there. You think uh, DeBrincat is going to head up into the top six? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He was in the top six in Ottawa. Why That's would he true. not be on that is Detroit? True. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, so in a way, sure, they lost, you know, Zadina and Cooper League, but DeBrincat's a big name. It's not just, I, it's hard to say he's even a death player. Like, I feel like he has no. a place to shine in Detroit. Yeah, and what we've seen in hockey is when you put top players together, they help each other yes. grow, right? Yeah. So you inject a bring cat into that top six. Don't you think you'll get benefits for Dylan Larkin? Yeah. Lucas Raymond? Yeah. Like, you'll see their numbers increase, too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm quite excited about Detroit. Yeah. So where do you have them, actually, in the rankings? I have them as a fringe team uh, just because there's a few stronger candidates ahead of them and mm-hmm. i have them in fifth okay i have them uh as well in fifth um or like the the fifth sixth range so like buffalo but maybe slightly below um as a as a fridge team as well um mm-hmm. i i it's really hard to say i don't know who i i also think this is a team that's trending upwards i just don't think they're there yet and between buffalo and detroit i think they're both they have both have a formula that's really like looking promising for the future. I just don't know as of this year which one's going to be better. I mean, I'd put my faith in Stevie Eiserman. That's true. He built that Tampa team. That oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So it's just a matter of if it happens this year or next. But yeah, it's coming. Yeah, and the next two or three years, I see both Buffalo and yeah. Detroit being and contenders. The only thing kind of holding them back that I'm not putting them into the playoff category is the their goaltending. Mm-hmm. They have Billy Huso who. Um, and the team overall for goaltending last year had, um, or sorry, this is Vili Husso's, had a 3.11 goals against average and 0.896. Mm-hmm. So as the defense and forward core gets better, you expect those numbers to rise slightly because yeah. he's not facing as many dangerous shots. Yeah. 
So if but you know if you start getting into the nines, the nine tens, you could see um, this team really kind of picking it up, right? Yeah. And they brought in James Reimer to back him up. So there is some experience to fall back on. Mm-hmm. But you're expecting this whole team to kind of take a step together this year. Yeah. So I don't quite feel comfortable putting them in the playoffs section yet. But there may be a season out from that. Yeah, I, I think it's promising. I, I think Detroit and if you're if you're one of the younger guys and trying to prove something, Detroit and Buffalo are both great places to play. Oh, absolutely. Um, moving on to... Uh, you know, the runner-ups, Florida Panthers. Um, nobody expected the season they had or the playoffs they had last year. Um, and, you know, good, crazy, crazy, um, what's the word? Let's say it was a, it was a devastating loss to Vegas, um, but, you know, they had nothing to, to hang their heads about. Yeah. And, you know, they still have a lot of their top scores, I believe, locked up long-term. Yeah. Um, and in terms of subtractions, I don't think they really lost much. They lost. Radko Gudas, they lost Duclair, which might be a depth, um, a depth piece. Uh, they've lost the Stahl brothers. But overall, I don't think they're too much worse. Yeah, I mean, they kind of shuffled out some depth, right? Like, um, they, in, they, you mentioned what they lost, but they also brought in Ekman Larson to yeah. play defense. Dmitry Kulikov played defense. Evan Rodriguez at center. So it's basically, when you're at the top end of the NHL, year after year, the teams that stay there, um, they basically shuffle out their bottom six all the time, right? Yes. Because yeah. of the way the cap works, you can't be spending long-term cap at your bottom six. No. So you get them short-term contracts, and when they expire, you shuffle them out, you bring in someone younger who has similar numbers for slightly cheaper. Yeah. It's just... That, this is just business. It's yeah. just business as usual, right? Yeah. Their top five scorers are all still there. Yeah. I, I think... I don't think Florida's... I'm I'm not sure if they're going to have the magical season that they did, magical postseason that they did again. Um, obviously, that's very rare that happens, but I don't. I'm not counting them out. I I think they're a, they're a high fringe slash bottom playoff team, in yeah. my opinion. So around like the three four rank. See, the thing is, they made the cup final off the back of who? Sergey Bobrovsky. That's true. If he decides not to show up, they could also be a lottery team. The only thing Bobrovsky has been consistent in is inconsistency. Yeah. <laughs> So especially since um, signing with Florida. Yeah. So. so it's entirely dependent how high they go based on how Bobrovsky plays. Yeah. I do think they have enough depth that they will be a playoff team. So I have them as playoffs. Okay. But I cannot put them in contender status. Got it. But if Bobrovsky comes out and starts shutting everybody out again. Yeah. Oh, they're easy contender. Yeah. Okay. But, Fair enough. Yeah. So it, yeah. So fringe playoff area would you would you say around that yeah with range? an asterisk okay. right next to Bobrovsky yeah okay <laughs> that's what I would say fair enough so, yeah but I have them as playoffs I have them third in the division okay got it and in terms of uh my ranking I yeah around three four so let's yeah. see let's see um I it's hard to say they'll recreate the magic but you know again we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes um mm-hmm. moving on to uh in my opinion not one of the stronger teams of the Atlantic Montreal um I don't think they're trying to be. No, yeah, I I really don't know what they did this off season. Um, it seems like more so they just subtracted. Um, I don't really know what they added. Um, either way, I I don't see this team doing too much. I I honestly have them at the bottom of the Atlantic. Yeah, likewise. Um, they basically dropped out Jonathan Druin. Um, they also dropped out Mike Hoffman, who's on San Jose now. Yeah, that's true. ironically. <laughs> um, and then, legend. Yeah. Uh, their top five are their young guys. You know, you're talking Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki, Kirby Doc, who are all still there. Mm-hmm. And that's their 
core of the future, but they don't have the other positions yet, yeah. right? Like, if you look at their defense, I mean, they don't really have a number one D guy. Um, they're still looking for a Carey Price replacement. Yeah. So they don't have all the pieces yet. So I don't think they're ready to push. I don't think they that. should even push. Yeah. Yeah. So I have Montreal as a lottery team, yeah. bottom of the division. Yeah. And I think that's where they should be. They're yeah. trying to rebuild this and they're taking their time. They've got some good forwards. It's time to get some D and goalie this time. Yep. I, I There's nothing I need to add to that. I think you summed it up perfectly. I have them also at around eighth, around the bottom. Um, but I think that's going to be for the better. For, yeah. For the best, at least, um, where they need to be right now. Yeah. I think the goalie situation will be interesting to watch. You know, they have Casey DeSmith and Sam Montembeau both expiring this year. Yeah. And there's just basically tryouts at this point. Yeah. Who wants to be goalie <laughs> for the Canadians? I, if you got any really good beer leaguers out there, yeah. go try out. <laughs> Kidding. I'm kidding. You too could be a Montreal Canadian. <laughs> God. Uh, anyways, uh, let's move on to Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa. <laughs> um, this is exciting. Yeah, I I think this was one of the teams we maybe we selected um, that we were excited to watch last last oh, episode. Yeah. Um, sure, they they did lose um, to Brinka as as we had mentioned, but they also I I still don't think they have lost that much they still have uh stutzla kachuk jeru um you know i i I think they'll be fine um i don't know if they're going to be oh and they added a tarasenko um -hmm. i don't think they're going to be necessarily a playoff team but again i think along with buffalo and detroit this is a team that's trending upwards yeah um in terms of what they lost i think they kind of replaced it right so they lost to bring cat um but they brought in Tarasenko. Yes. They lost Cam Talbot, but they brought in Jonas Corposalo. Yes. So now if I'm looking at this team, you know, what do I say? The three positions that matter the most, right? Starting goalie, number one D, top center. Mm-hmm. They kind of have those, don't yeah. they? Uh, you know, Corposalo has shown that he can definitely be a starting goalie. Yes. Uh, you got Thomas Shabbat on D, who's mm-hmm. been a star. And you have Timmy Stutzla, mm-hmm. who put up 90 points last season. Yeah, crazy. Right. And you bringing, you're bringing in Tarasenko. You still have Giroux. Kachuk's going to get better. Drake Batherson's going to get better. Mm-hmm. And you have a bunch of these young guys at the bottom, you know, like Shane Pinto, who is an RFA, but I'm assuming he's going to come back. Yeah. Um, you know, this is, looks like an excitingly built team. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the juggernaut of a GM, Stevie Eiserman, yeah, I would have had this team higher. But I think Detroit did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I have them as a fringe team, sixth in the division. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to be fighting for that last playoff or that wild card spot with Boston and Detroit. Yeah, I I have them as a fringe team as well. I believe sixth. Um, I for me, so you, I think you're leaning a little bit more on the optimistic side that they'll make the playoffs. I'm leaning mm-hmm. a little bit more on the pessimistic side. I think yeah. I don't think they're there yet. Um, and we're both balancing out to fringe. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you're on the high end of fringe. I'm on the lower end. Um, yeah. I again, very well built team, and uh, you know they are close. I just don't think it's going to happen. Maybe not this year, and maybe not even next year. Um, but not even the, next year. No, really? I, I think in the in like maybe like the third year. Oh man, they'll be like. I think I, this is one of those teams that's suddenly going to become dangerously good in the way Tampa did, and where they were bad for uh, so long. Suddenly, they're going to skip the playoffs here, go straight to contender. Essentially, yeah, that's yeah. what I, I think is going to happen with Ottawa. Um, again, we'll we'll see how it goes, and not sure how what Tarasenko's plan is or anything, but um, you know, I, this is a team to watch for sure. And yeah, Tarasenko is a really interesting one, right? Yeah, because if Ottawa is good. 
he might stay. Mm-hmm. If they're not, he might um, want to be traded at the deadline. Yeah. How old is he? He's, He's like 34? Like, yeah. Three? Early 30s. Okay. Um, but what if, like, they're a fringe team? Yeah. Do you stay? Do you go? I, I, it depends what his priority is. Is his priority to win a cup or money? I think it's to win a cup, right? Okay, then he I, wanted to go to a contender. Then is, I would probably say because he, I, sure, he's not. He might not be, um, you know, winning cups immediately. Like yeah. I, I don't think Ottawa's a cup contender. Um, but in but he, the next couple of years, like two or three years, he's only on a one-year deal. Yeah, he signs I mean. an extension, so, so he could sign an extension. That's oh. exactly what I mean. Like, sure, if he if he does like a three four-year deal after this, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I <laughs> that could be lethal. Yeah, I mean. Put in a sniper on like Tarasenko on Ottawa. Yeah, because I think what they need. Yeah, and so. uh, Eric Carlson was that until many years yeah. ago. But. Sniping from the blue line. Yeah, sniping yeah. from the blue line, basically. I mean, they also had like Hoffman and Stone. You yeah, know? they had a lot of scorers. At they that had time. a lot of yeah. There's a lot of uh, offensive skill there. Um, yeah. and Tarasenko's a player that's needed. Um, if I'm him, I'm I'm seeing how this year goes, obviously, and then probably sticking around. Yeah, basically, this is like a trial year yeah. right? for, I guess, for both team and player. Yeah. Um, now, that's one I want to watch come trade deadline. Yeah. See what Tarasenko's up to. Yeah. Um, all right. We gave our rankings there. Shall we move on to Tampa Bay Lightning? Yes. Yes. Um, as you have mentioned many times in uh, previous episodes, this team is indestructibly built they can this is a team that has uh, identity and um, they just need to shuffle out their depth whenever and they'll be fine i i i see this team as second in the division easily a playoff team yeah same i have them second as a playoff but i don't have them in contender anymore i don't like think cup contender yeah okay. i don't think they're i that, agree i agree they're they're that tier anymore i agree if you look at what they lost like yes it's depth but that's significant depth right yes. ross colton Corey perry alex killorn ian cole yeah not to mention they had lost uh you know players like Andre Palat to Jersey a couple years ago. He's yeah. doing really well in Jersey as yeah. well. Like so. since the couple years since they've won their last cup, like they've lost quite a few players. Yeah. No McDonough, stuff like that. Yeah. So I think their cup contention is over. Yes. I think they're still a playoff team, which means this is the NHL. Anything can happen. They could win a cup. Yeah. But are they really in that upper echelon? Yeah. I don't think so. No, I, I completely agree with that. I think they have the potential to do damage in the playoffs. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to be cup winning damage again the real question i think for tampa is steven stamkos last year of his deal that's true is he done does he come back what do you think i feel like he comes back i at this point with all the injury history the injury history and and the way tampa has treated him they let him play that one game where he scored a goal and got his name on the cup stuff like that and and just the way he's been treated he went i remember when he went to visit toronto i think it was um Mm -hmm. in in a previous um negotiation deal he went there and it was just Toronto was so like not like Tampa like it was very professional and not laid back the way he's used to and that didn't like really appeal to him. He, the reason I bring up Toronto by the way is he is from Toronto. Yeah. Um so it was a chance to play for his hometown team and it didn't appeal to him. So I I think Steven Stamkos has kind of got that Tampa identity to him now. Mm-hmm. I say he stays. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't thinking he'd go somewhere else. I was thinking he might retire. Do you think so? I mean, I think he's got more. In him. You've got two cups. You've got all these injuries. Do you, do you still want to keep dragging this out? I, I think he's got like two or three. I, I think this is a guy who loves the game, too. Okay. I, I, right. I don't. Yeah. And yeah. he's got a C on his chest, right? Like, I, True. He is the captain. Yeah. But so, if Tampa's going to 
Well, I don't see them rebuilding while he's there. No. But if, if he leaves, they, no. we're talking rebuild, right? I, I yeah, it's gonna hurt pretty bad. Um, yeah. I I still think they got two or three years out of him. Okay, assuming he stays healthy, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. But I don't know. I I don't see him suddenly retiring. Yeah, and he's gonna be playing um, a lot more wing. It seems like now, yeah. rather than center. So hopefully that eases up on his body a yeah. bit. Yeah, they got yeah. what point at the center now? Yeah, point as the top center, mm. which is still insane yeah that's yeah any team wouldn't be lucky to have yeah, that but yeah. this is why we don't have i don't have tampa as a contender right the okay. biggest thing with tampa was they would just come with waves right yeah oh it's steven samkos and kucherov oh now it's point and whoever yeah. now it's kalorn like it doesn't stop yeah right it's mcdonough it's sergachev it's uh headman mm-hmm. but that bottom depth is no longer there right yeah so i think they're come back to earth in terms of what their team is built like. Mm-hmm. And that being said, with Vasilevsky in net, anything could happen. Yes. But playoff category for me. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, I believe this is our last team, Toronto. Yes. Um, Toronto Maple Leafs. For me, I have them slam dunk first in division playoff making. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, like they, so they've had some, let's say, questionable signings this offseason. And obviously they lost. Um, Dubas, so Dubas, Dubas, Dubas. Um, they've lost Dubas, so it's uh, the overall um structure and way things are going to work might change a little bit. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Obviously, there's a lot of people that are on one year deals who are trying to prove something as well, mm-hmm. uh, or short short term deals. Um, but they also have now and now extended Austin Matthews. Um, yeah, that's the big news, right? Yeah, Austin Matthews four years at thirteen point five. Yeah, like fifty three mil, I think. For whatever the that multiplication yeah. is, but yeah, now the highest paid player. Yeah. in the NHL. Yeah, and this is I Nylander still on contract for this year. Like he doesn't need one this year. So yeah, I'm not gonna say this is a final hurrah or anything, but. Th- I think they, if they need a push, it's got to be now. I mean, even for this year, they're currently over the cap. Right. So they, they got to do something. Do. Yeah. Right. I don't know what that work is. But. Like they're going to move a few players to LTIR. But yeah. even then, even if you're just barely below the cap, you're not giving yourself any flexibility for injuries or yeah. anything. Right. Um, and ter- talking about contracts, Nylander's up this year. Both Tavares and Marner are up next year. Mm-hmm. So to keep this band together is going to be tough. Yeah. Not to mention, there's the whole question of, should they even keep this band together? I don't think they should, but... Right? Like, look at who they lost um, this offseason, right? Like, it's not their top four, but they weren't able to keep any of their trade deadline ads. So, Mm -hmm. Noel Achari, Ryan O'Reilly are both gone. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, they're losing um, Michael Bunting, who was a top six winger. Really? I didn't know he left, actually. Yeah, he's on Carolina now. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Yeah. Damn. And who they brought Damn. in was a bunch of face punchers. They brought in Ryan Reeves, <laughs> yeah. Tyler Bertuzzi, and Max Domi. Hey, I mean, Bertuzzi's got skill, too. He just is also a face puncher. Yeah. They so. brought him in for face punching. They don't <laughs> need more skill. Yeah. And, and Domi, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, they got tougher, sure. Uh, but... I don't think that was their issue in the playoffs, though. Yeah, their issue... It, the core problem is still that when they get to the playoffs, their top players don't play like their top players yeah which is understandable in the sense that everyone has um bad bad streaks 
but you can't afford when you're getting paid that much of the salary cap you yeah. can't afford to be bad <laughs> especially not in the playoffs also it's not just one year if it was one year every short, year yeah it's every year yeah. right so in my opinion i think again we've talked about this you know many times but i don't think this band should stay together yeah. i think they would be better if they just let one maybe two of them go for significant more depth yeah honestly and maybe having ryan reeves on the ice will give austin matthews more space yeah but there's no guarantee yeah right? Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But uh, I mean, I easily, especially given the strength of the Atlantic first in the division playoff team, I just had don't have a I, I just can't really say that they're a contender like cup contender yet. Yeah, exactly. This should be on paper should be a contender. Yeah. But because of what we've seen the past few years, yeah, I, I believe it when I see it. I cannot put them in that category. Yep. Right. So I have them first in the division and I have them as a playoff yeah. team. So. Yeah. I mean, I just want them to do it at this yeah. point. Do something. Yeah. It's that I, meme where they have the guy with the stick just pointing. Yeah, yeah. do something. Yeah, basically. I, yeah, I really want this team to, you know, make some damage and, like, actually, like, you know, there's there's also the player legacy. It's not just about, oh, the fans got to do this, but, like, you know, the players are trying to prove something, too. I I want to believe them. I just can't until it's actually done. So. Yeah. And like Austin Matthews signed up long term, but I could totally see Nylander or Marner going somewhere else and winning there. Yeah, and the exactly. show that would bring. Yeah, exactly. I, it's, yeah, I don't know. Until until it happens, I can't believe it. Yeah. So that was our thoughts on the Atlantic Division. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think overall about this division? Um, the playoff teams are good, but I don't have. Truthfully, I don't have anyone in the Atlantic as a cup contender same at all there's not a cup contender in this division <laughs> yeah so i think there's there's a couple well there's only one truly lottery team which is montreal in my opinion mm-hmm. um and one for sure absolutely going to make that playoff or two i guess um which is toronto and tampa mm-hmm. i just don't see either of them going far or yeah going far yeah. in the playoffs until it happens which so. is insane to say considering the last what like four or five finals have had an atlantic team in them yep but I think it's the Metro's time to shine in the yeah. East. <laughs> yeah. Or just, I don't know, somewhere else too. It could be the West again for all mm-hmm. I know. Um, but yeah, I overall, not a bad division. Overall, not a good division. <laughs> yeah. This so, is the most mid division. Yeah, basically. So a uh, great way to start off these uh, analyses. So uh, to wrap up here, can you just go ahead and give our listeners your one to eight, the sure. Atlantic division? Yeah. Toronto first, Tampa second. I'll say, I'll say Boston third um four to fourth i want to say uh, let's say okay let's say detroit uh, okay i'm just gonna say detroit buffalo um somewhere around that five six position mm-hmm. um and if not then ottawa after, below that and then for sure last is montreal okay yeah mine's pretty similar but i think you're pretty high on buffalo i have toronto first tampa second Florida third, mm-hmm. Boston fourth, which is flipped from yours. Got it. Then for five, six, seven, I have Detroit, Ottawa, Buffalo. Mm, and then okay. eight, I have Montreal. So we swapped uh, Ottawa, Buffalo. Yeah. Okay. I think you're a lot higher on the Sabres than I am. And I think you still think the Bruins will be in the division spot rather than a wild card. Yeah. I, for some reason, I feel like the Florida run was a little bit of magic. Remember when we were, they were about to not make the playoffs and you were like, yeah. oh, Crosby's going to gonna do it crosby and malkin are yeah. gonna do it and then that didn't happen and i mean the rest is history but like florida but, has the chance of missing again in my opinion okay so i see no i think they just showed up big when it mattered most last year um yeah. so I, that's why i have them fourth but matthew Clutchuk. 
Yeah, Klutchuk. Let's see. Is a Klutchuk gene going to come in? And uh, did uh, Bob remember to practice hockey? <laughs> <laughs> we will see. Yeah. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed this preview. We'll be doing the other divisions in our next episodes. Mm-hmm. So keep it tuned here as we build toward the um, the season, preseason, and the real season. And feel feel uh, you know feel free to tell us how how wrong we are in the comments, as because you know everyone is right except for. Uh, except for us so yeah we're gonna get absolutely clowned on like a week into the season yeah when yeah montreal's leading the league yeah and uh just another team somehow joins the atlantic you know gary bettman surprise yeah yeah arizona's in the atlantic now. <laughs> if we move to a different division they won't go yeah <laughs> whatever stupid um yeah keep it tuned here um you can catch us on spotify apple and google we are also on youtube and instagram if you yeah. want to follow us there so at spun network podcast is the handle on both mm-hmm. of those platforms we are out every week so keep it listening and uh we'll keep going Catch you next episode. Peace. Bye.